Greetings, grandstanders. There are two stories that have been the topic of conversation of endless texting between the professor and I during season three. Two stories that are very near and dear uh, because they involve two things that are very near and dear to us. <clears throat> because of it, I think we've elected to put off talking about them in depth because it's almost impossible to do them justice with an hour-long conversation. And because I believe, well, I'll speak for myself, uh, I'm very ambivalent about and, 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 and don't know how I feel uh, about them yet. And, of course, I'm talking about the soccer city fiasco in San Diego and the puto chant in the Mexican grandstand. Today, we're going to attempt to unpack the infamous puto chant because some people are mad and indignant as hell, and they have the right to be. We will get to Soccer City in Season 4, but for now, I give you Grandstand's version of the strange and sordid saga of the surreal history of the puto chant in Mexico. So let's talk about a little bit about the... Well, first of all, how are you, Professor? How you doing? Good. Do you know the story of the puto chant? Um, yeah, they, generally. I, I did mention uh, some details, but I have, to, I have to give you even more details. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. So in the 80s, in American football of all places, of all things, but you didn't know that part, Professor. Like NFL football? Not NFL, but uh, America. Let's call it football for this. For the sake of this of this next little piece, football will be football like 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 American like NFL football, and then soccer will be soccer, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but anyways, in the eighties, in a amateur or little league or pop Warner type uh, football association in Monterrey, a team called the Potros was uh, known for having these really wacky or cool uh, uh, grandstanders that were known for inventing their own cheers. Like they were really good at inventing cheers on the spot for this team, right? And one of the things they did during, each, during every kickoff was that they would, they would do the eh, but they wouldn't say puto, they would say boom whenever the kicker would, would kick, the, kick, it, kick, kick the ball off. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the ritual. That was kind of what they did to kind of heckle the opposing uh, kicker. And then this was adapted or adopted, I'm sorry, by the, by, uh, by the estadio, el, el, uh, by the, the, the grandstanders at the Tecnológico, at the Tec de Monterrey, the Borrejos Salvajes. They started, their fans started doing that too. They kind of, they, they, they adopted this, this ritual as well. And they also would yell, boom, right? And also in the state of Monterrey, the Rayados, the professional, one of the professional soccer teams that plays for, for the, 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 the Rayados of El Tec, the, the soccer team, they started doing it to rival goalies. And it's kind of around 2001 now. Um, they started doing it to rival goalies. The phrase didn't evolve to puto until, uh, so according to legend or according to, to lore, or one of the more one of the more like the more uh, recognized ones is. 
you remember uh, what's his name? Um, I always forget. It's Olvado Sanchez. Oh yeah, a great goalie of the Mexican national team, and also played for Chivas. So this guy played for Chivas, but he was he was essentially uh, dealt to Atlas, which is the the rival of Chivas in the state of Guadalajara, right? And he uh, said, like, made a comment to the press that he was very pleased or very happy that Atlas had given him the opportunity to play soccer, but that his heart and his soul was always going to be devoted to Chivas. So, of course, the Atlas fans couldn't have it, and they were really upset by the fact that Osvaldo Sanchez um, had, had, basically, had basically said his heart was with their rival, their big, their big cross-town or cross-state rival. So, of course, the next time that Osvaldo came to play, the Atlas fans uh, heckled him during a, 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 a game for, in preparation for the Olympics that the national team was playing, at Atlas Stadium, they started heckling him. And instead of using the e boom, they changed it to e puto. Now, that's kind of that's kind of like where the the the, the that was the the birth of this of the e puto. That's one where it was most uh, most widely most widely recognized as being the the beginning of this e puto. And then, of course, it became. Uh, a national thing, and then now it became global. Uh, is it homophobic, Professor? Saying puto? Um, yeah, well, uh, yes. Um, but I think it's, you know, you can look at it in, in, in different ways as far as, you know, the, the argument that we keep hearing uh, from those who who defend the use of it is, you know, the... the it, it it has a different meaning within a different cultural context, um, and I think that's true. I I, I absolutely um, I I don't think it's it's fair to say that a person who uses that word is they is themselves homophobic um, or that they're even you know I I believe when a person says you know when I say it I'm not refer like I'm not even thinking about anything about homosexuality like i'm just i'm just calling a person you know i'm just using it to insult a person but i you know it's it's the exact same it's the same uh argument about you know when to, in american culture uh, people saying oh that's gay you know like uh you know you mom tells you to clean your room and you're like oh that's gay uh clearly it's not referring the the, the kids not thinking to themselves like oh that's homosexual um, but nevertheless, you can't deny the fact that, um, you know, if, if you look at the, the etymology of a word and, and its use as a slur and, um, um, and even just break it down into like, what it, essentially, what is it that, that you're doing when you're, when you're using that word, when you're calling somebody that word, it is a way of emasculating. Um, and there is that connection to, uh, using it as an insult for, you know, as a homophobic, uh, homophobic insult, um, Look at kids, take a kid uh, being bullied in the schoolyard, um, you know, uh, say a kid who's, who, who's bullied for, the, for being gay, w- wouldn't you agree that puto is probably one of the classic words that would be used to, uh, to make fun of him? Absolutely. 
so I mean, I think you can look at you can even make the connection. You know, the well, you know, it's it's not about homosexual, uh, yeah, homosexuality. It's you know, the puto means man whore. Um, you know, even that there's the connection to 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 homosexuality within sex work and and who the client predominant clientele is and so on. So I mean, at the end of the day, while it's it's true that uh, many people using it and the way they're using it is not in- consciously intended to be uh, homophobic. Um, when you when you strip down the meaning of it and the the use of it and, and the history of it and you know from a more social scientific approach, um, then yes, it's there, there's no denying that it's a it's a homophobic word. I think. What do you think? I I, I think. Well said. Well said. Um, before before I answer that, <clears throat> what is what is what is within the context of the grandstand? What does "puto" mean specifically within the context of when people yell "eh puto"? What is what 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 connotation does "puto" take on? Well, Can you get a close approximation? Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a negative connotation. Um, and I, th- I, th- I think it's, it's, th- and that's the whole, that's what makes this word complicated is that it's, it's meaning and, and its interpretation is very fluid, um, within the, within the, the grand, within the soccer grandstand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just meant to, I mean, shit, man, if you take it back to the story you just told, you know, mm-hmm. uh, really what they're, what they're saying to, what they were saying to Osvaldo Sanchez was like, they're calling him a traitor. Basically. Um, so, and it applies, right? Puto, like, I mean, I use the word puto often and maybe I shouldn't, uh, but I, 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 to me, it means coward or traitor or, or asshole or bastard, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Any, it's, it could mean, it's, uh, oftentimes when we use, when we, you know, insult each other, um, and I think, and, and whether it be with malice or whether it be, I think more often than not, we do it amongst, amongst our, you know, our, our friends or the loved ones who, you know, it's, it's a form of, we're sitting around just, you know, ribbing each other. Um, uh, we're not even really consciously thinking of a, we just use the, you know, the, the, whatever cuss word is your favorite word at the moment, just to throw it at someone to say like, ah, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like it's there isn't real conscious thinking behind uh, when I call you this. It's because I think you are, you know, <laughs> literally this. Um, so so yeah. So within the, the the grandstand, within that soccer context, it's 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 a way to just uh, call yeah. Whether it be traitor, coward, it's, it's a way to say like you suck. Um, uh, and and absolutely, I again. I, I I believe the the grandstanders when they say when when we're saying this, we're not thinking it has nothing to do with with homosexuality, um, but that doesn't mean that that you know the word dude yeah I mean here's an example, um, it's like the the Confederate flag, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. this like. No, it's not. You know, it's not about slavery. It's not about racism. It's it's this about heritage. You know, and you guys don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like within our cultural context, this flag just represents our being proud to be a southerner. Um, okay, like that is that's how you interpret it, and and, and that's valid. Um, 
but there's a whole variety of reasons why that flag rep- does represent slavery and racism. Like history, uh, history disagrees with you. Yeah. Should it be eradicated? The puto champ? The, um, so what do you, what do you mean by, by eradicated? Should they, should FIFA force and punish the Mexican national team and maybe even go further and punish the entire Mexican Federation and its soccer stadiums uh, because this only becomes an issue when the Mexican national team travels to play in international tournaments, right? Yeah. Because if it's in-house, kind of FIFA doesn't really give a shit, right? Um, if we're doing it at stadiums to heckle the opposing goalkeeper uh, uh, at your local stadium in the Mexican uh, league, I don't, I don't see if, if, if it had only been there, I don't see how FIFA ever would have come and said you can't do that anymore. But when, when the Mexican national team travels for a tournament like the World Cup, the Confederations, um, then now all of a sudden FIFA says, whoa, you can't do that. And all of a sudden, if you keep doing it, Mexico's going to lose, um, and, and or Mexico's going to lose the privilege or the right to play in front of a of a of a crowd, or f- Mexican fans won't be allowed. Um, should that should they be that strict? Does it need to go away? I'm for and 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 just to be like full disclosure, I don't know if I mentioned like I uh, well like you said, like I I use the word um, at I've used it. Every time I've been to a, a Mexico game, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's it's a fun, it's a fun rich, it's a fun part of the game. Yes, yes. Um, so uh, with that being said, I'm I'm fully fine with it with with it not being used. Um, uh, at the I think at the at the heart of of why we enjoy it so much is just because we enjoy doing something, um, doing something in unison, and because we there is also the element of it's it's we're doing something naughty too. Yeah, of course. You know, we know we're doing something naughty, um, and that you know that's fun, and it's also and 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 it, and it kind of adds to this like it's it's that's part of when when we we gather at these games, it's kind of this this gathering of like of just being fucking rascals, um, <laughs> you yes. know. Yes. Um, and so, but I I think we can still have that without that word and just because of the it, it's it's already it, it's controversial and it's controversial for a valid reason um so i'm okay with uh i i support phasing uh, i support phasing it out for some type of alternative um as far as how to go about doing that i'm just not sure that that censorship from fifa is the most effective way to do that um and 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 I say that while at the same time being one hundred percent for uh, FIFA stepping in and censoring monkey chants, right? Right? Are are you? Would you yes. agree? Like, are you yes, for? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I think it is different. I, I I the monkey chants. There's no. It's it's not uh, monkey chant, monkey noises. There's no nuance behind doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like, can we be clear that this, this 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 maybe it does happen in Mexico, but this happens in Spain and and in like Balkan countries, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, 
And yeah, yeah, it, 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 in in a variety of countries. You're talking about the 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 monkey, the monkey chant. Yeah, the, the yeah. monkey chant is 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 not is. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of racist Mexicans, but I'm saying the 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 monkey chant is not a a Mexican thing. No, 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 no. And so and and so I I, I did wonder that. I started thinking about that with myself. Is hmm, why is it that I'm I'm more tolerant of the puto chant, but yet am am very clear. In in agreement that no like yeah fuck the monkey noises like that's messed up that should be censored uh, by that should be censored by an authority like by an authority mm-hmm. you know governing mm-hmm. body um, but I think the difference is that there's no as far as I know I, I I don't think that within within the the places where the monkey noises are happening people are trying to defend it like oh no like. No, like monkey <laughs> monkey chants, like in our like what we mean by it has nothing to do with with race. You know, either it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty explicit. Like, yeah, we're we're being fucking racist because we think that's funny. Uh, so for that reason, it's it's you know it's 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 pretty clear. Okay, that's that's just a, an explicitly overtly racist gesture, and 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 I'm for FIFA stepping in and and stopping that. Uh, as cheesy as those <laughs> as those at the right. beginning of every game. Little, you know, the players make reading the little statements are. Um, Puto Chan, I think, is different because it is more complicated. Because it is, there is a mis, there is a, a disconnect between the way people are interpreting the word. Um, and while I don't think that justifies, just because a word means something to you, um, that doesn't justify the fact, that, you know, using it if it has a larger meaning beyond, you know, beyond just what you think it is or what it is uh, the way you use it. Um, but because it is more complicated, I think we need to go about it in a more, um, in a, in a better way because it's not, you know, it's, it's easy to, to change what people do. I think it's, it's a lot more, it's harder and it's more profound to change the way people think. And I think that's the ultimate goal is do we want to shift, you know, the way people think about this word and just for FIFA to just step in, especially as as outsiders, it's one thing uh, if it's if the regulation is happening from within. And there are plenty of people within Mexican culture who who want to get rid of the word. Um, I'm all for them doing, you know, them organizing and, and doing putting up the fight. Um, but to just tell people you can't say this and without them genuinely understanding why. Uh, I think that's a. I, I think that could be a problem. Um, I think it could breed the type of resentment that could get nasty. That could it, it could it could get ugly. It could get worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody suggested that every time the puto chant is 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 every time it happens that the opposing team immediately get a, a corner kick. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep doing it and doing it until they stop. <laughs> uh, here's where I here's where I have a problem. Uh-huh. Who is it? The ref that would say they they yelled puto. Would he the Would he be the one awarding the 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 free kick or the corner kick? Would it be an official from FIFA in the booth? Would it be? Would they have people in the stands to verify that they were in fact saying puto and not pluto or bruto or, uh, as Umberto Fox has suggested, corruptos? Mm-hmm. What do you think? 
I mean, what do you what do you think? So you're just saying just just on a on a practical like like how how can you effectively of, enforce yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I know. I agree that 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 seems like it'd be it it it'd be tough. Yeah, who who does make that that call? Um, I think that makes it difficult. Um, and I even I've wondered also what if like. So say we're playing against like you know Honduras or something, and we're whooping on them, and they decide to start saying it, and we start getting penalized, and then we have to get uh, like we have to forfeit the game, and they <laughs> exactly. they did that on purpose to get us in trouble. Exactly. Um, exactly. But um, yeah, but but still, I think even just that could be. I think that could be. You know, uh, over time they could, you know, through trial and error, figure out if if come to a. Uh, the, the the most effective way of of enforcing it, but I just still don't think that that's the best solution. Uh, um, what do you think is at the heart of this problem? Like, what is what is this really about? Like, what is the real problem here uh, uh, culturally? Is it really about the word, or is it, of course, about something deeper? I'm assuming it's about something deeper, especially since Mexico hasn't been the best at treating uh, gay people. Exactly. And it's, it's yeah, there's an element of that, right? Of, a, of an indignation on behalf of the fans that are yelling this to, you know, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a need to acknowledge the fact that, that, you know, we're not very open to that mm-hmm. yet, right? Mm-hmm. Yet. Um, but, but some progress has been made. You know, um, but yeah, and and I think that's what the <clears throat> the the talking heads who who do the who do the analysis for on the you know for the Mexican talking he- talking heads or the the people who who speak on behalf of of the civilized people of Mexico. That's what they you know that's their argument, right? Is that these people are just ignorant? They just don't know. We need to tell them. And I don't necessarily think that that's the case. I just think that. I, I just the, the thing that I have a hard time with is when that chant was was created, and as it's done every single time in the stadium, I would dare say that more than half of those people could give two shits about like uh, about about uh, they basically don't. I don't think they're homophobes, right? But I, I also believe that it needs to go away. Even though I'm reluctant, and even though I don't like it that FIFA is 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 trying to censor and regulate, I mean we all engage in in, in this kind of deviant behavior, right? At some point um, or other, we engage in behavior that deep down inside we know we need to stop doing, right? Um, things that perhaps compromise the world's sense of safety and well-being, and and being told to stop these things is is hard to have to finally accept because. You know, because we do have the beautiful and unbelievable capacity for denial. It's it's we can make up bullshit stories for why we need to. You know, here I am trying to justify it, even though when I go and and go down the rabbit hole and I end up coming into a mental cul-de-sac where I'm like, no, it's I, it's it's wrong. I, I don't think it should be. Even though I'm I'm even though I'm trying so hard to resist it and find a reason for keeping it. I, I, I've yet to find a valid argument that would justify keeping it. Um, you know, I should I should 
also stop using Uber because it exploits drivers for my convenience. Right. I should stop making fun of Giants fans who don't live in the city but claim to do so. Um, I should start taking shorter showers than I already do. I mean, you should boycott uh, the World Cup in Qatar. Exactly. Um, and so should all those fucking organizations that say, oh, what a bunch of plebeian dumbasses our Mexican people are. I'm like, fuck you. You know you say it. You know you're you know you secretly part of the reason why you dragged your feet for so long uh, is that you deep down inside know that really that that's that you know like what's the big deal? It's just puto, right? But deep down inside we all know that we should probably stop it, right? Um I mean who has the right to tell you to do to stop doing something that is uh, culturally significant, I guess. Right, and who who needs to like who needs to push the Mexican Federation or who needs to push the country Mexico into realizing that you know that maybe using the word puto uh, even within the context of of the grandstand is offensive, and maybe we need to think about how insensitive we've been to uh, the gay community and how for some people that still is you know it still hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a key. Uh, right now, that you said it, insensitive. I think insensitivity is at the. This is more an issue of, of what we choose to be sensitive towards, and what we and what we choose not to be sensitive toward, uh, more so than it is about any type of phobia. Um, and we, you know, th- there are certain areas in our life that we are, um, like we're we're sensitive to the we're sensitive to the feelings of certain people in our lives. And we will regulate our behavior for their sake. Um, and I don't think we're not we're not wired. I don't like our evolutionary biological uh, origins. You know, I don't think we're wired to be sensitive toward people that are not part of our tribe. <laughs> we're yep. just not. Um, mm-hmm. As our civilization keeps progressing and progressing, we've gotten better and better at that. We've, we've, but it, it, but it's, it does. I don't think it's a natural tendency. I think it's a, it's always been through social engineering. Like it's always been through the groups within around us who have the power, who have the resources, whether it be through through numbers or whether it be through wealth or whatever type of capital, that's that's you know whatever valuable resource of of of, of the of the group. That they are the ones who are able to establish what is sacred, what is profane. You know, here they, they draw those lines and say this is not allowed. Like you guys can't say we we cannot say this, um, and that's fine. Like I, I that, that's that's the way. That's just that's been our entire history. Is this battle between who gets to establish what we can and cannot do, what we can and cannot say, you know, how we can express ourselves or not? Um, you know, religion has been. A, a, a big one in that. So I think it's good. Like, I think we're moving in a, in a, in the right direction in that these groups now are, are able to, what they're essentially forcing us to do. They're, they're, they're molding us to be more sensitive towards groups that we don't have an emotional attachment to. And they're, and we're, we're ultimately becoming, uh, we're becoming a society that is more, um, that is more mindful and and delicate and appreciative to the feelings of other people and other groups that historically we wouldn't have been. And I think that's a good thing, but it's not easy. 
<laughs> it's also it makes perfect sense that we would have the natural tendency to resist against that. Of course, and then when something new gets introduced, it 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 has its it has setbacks, and there's a period of having to accept it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what that you and I were talking about this yesterday, which is kind of what the kind of the resistance against the politically correct um, movement is that I understand why people are, are upset by it, but at the same time, this is what happens when you introduce a new a new framework. Right. Right. I mean, imagine being told that the uh, you're not the center of the universe, that uh, heliocentricity is a real thing. I'm sure that took a while for it to set in. Right. So this is not the first time humanity's had to deal with something that is like so cosmically mind fucking blowing that you know that it 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 it's gonna it's gonna set some people back right yeah yeah um and that's okay yeah i think because in the end the, the larger goal justifies it i think um we're just you know <laughs> we're just trying to be nicer to each other right uh right. and 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 yeah and, and sometimes so i mean remember we 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 were talking about the whole right now the the designation for what's a, the what do you refer to a per, you work a lot with um with students who um, oh yeah who are the the term right now is intellectually disabled disabled yeah intellectual disability which used to be mental retardation mental retardation so now using the word retarded is you know we're we're being taught that that's not you know we uh, we should be sensitive to to people who who actually experience this um and so using a word like that is can be can be hurtful. Yeah. Um makes perfect sense. Like okay, mm-hmm. well, let's let's we, we be mindful of that. Um before mental retardation the the, the term you know, other terms used medical terms were imbecile and idiot. Hmm. Which then, you know, is it if when cuz oftentimes we use etymology as a as a reason for why we shouldn't use certain words why certain mm-hmm. words are not appropriate you know is it possible that eventually there will be organizing and 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 groups will come together and say and advocates will say we should stop using the word idiot you know it, when we look at the history of it it's been used as a derogatory it was used as a medical classification but then but then from there used as a you know as a slur as a way to insult somebody uh, associated with with people who are who have uh, intellectual uh, disability, um, yeah. I mean, I, that's very possible that that that, that will happen. You know, if if we if we're doing this, then that could absolutely happen. Um, will people get annoyed by that? Yeah, <laughs> like that's that is annoying. That's annoying to have to be to like really like. Oh, come on, man! Like we've been, I've been using idiot my whole like. That's what we call each other. Just you know, it's there. It's it's not that meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, arguably, you're giving it more power and meaning by telling us we can't say it now. Mm-hmm. But in the end, when the goal is, like, let's just be let's just be sensitive to to groups that find that word hurtful. Then it's like, all right, you know, then it comes down to us. You know, we as individuals make that choice now. Who who are do we choose to be sensitive to this group or not? How do you address that with people who who refuse to, you know, to us, even to us, it's ridiculous, but we're willing to say, like, I think it's ridiculous that they're getting rid of the puto chant, but I'm okay with it being, like, gone, mm-hmm. right? 
And if someone told me I can't use the word idiot, then I would be very mindful of not using it. Um, but I'm okay with that. And you and I are both okay with that. But um, what about the person who, like, all of a sudden you tell them they can't use the word idiot and they feel the same way you and I do? Like, give me a fucking break. But then at the same time, they just refuse to embrace that. How the hell do you reach those people without being condescending? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's tough. I don't See, I, I just don't think formal sanctions is the best solution to it. Like, I don't think um I I do think people if people don't want to be choose not to be sensitive to to that then then that's their right. And and I think the only thing we can do is uh, informally you know, through through our own, you know, if 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 we're in a place where where the majority of the culture agrees on this, then then you're limiting. If it, when you refuse to go with it, then you're just limiting your opportunity for establishing more bonds. You know, you're like closing yourself in as far as um, you know. The, you're going to have a hard time. People are going to look down on you. People are going to you know uh, not appreciate. Uh, not appreciate you, you know, so I really think that's just, that's the organic way of, of regulating these type of things. But is there a danger in cornering somebody and then maybe their reactions become more and more violent as they feel like maybe they're being, uh, in these, these, these values or these ideas are being imposed on them. Like, are we creating potential future dangerous situations for our society at large by, Continuing to tell people what they can and cannot say, do, or think. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the. I think that's a con. That's just a consequence that we have to be willing to to deal with. I think that's that's a potential danger with this whole puto chant. Like I think it is, but I think if it's if it's formally imposed, that's when people will resist and it'll get nasty. I think if it's informally, I think if it comes from the people, and if it's your own friends. Who are telling? Who are now like coming around and they're then they're they're telling you, you know, yeah, no, I choose not to say that word anymore. Mm-hmm. I think that's very different. I think that now makes you start reflecting on on why you're choosing to hold on to this whatever it is. Say if it's a word. Um, my big thing is not just because someone uh, has certain views or says certain things. I don't make that me personally. I don't use that as an indictment on them as a human being. And so I still openly talk to people and interact with people and engage with people regardless of even if they use words that I don't appreciate for or whatever, have views mm-hmm. that I don't appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I think through that, I think that's ultimately the best way of, of you know, just having genuine dialogue with people and not looking down on them because of the way they, they view things, because the way they interpret things. If we could achieve that on a larger level, um, I think that that's that's the direction we'd want to go in. But it's tough, and 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 some of the the strongest fighters and advocates for for being sensitive towards certain groups sometimes they're also the most condescending ones and the most and like fucking smug. Yes, and that's that's an issue, you know. But at the same time, well, shit, they're the ones at the forefront. They're the ones they're the ones putting in the the work. So, you know. If, you can if, see why they would be very extremely sensitive to it, to to it, right? If you if you're if you're if your whole life is consumed by promoting something, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, 
you know, if we don't appreciate that, if, if, if I feel that, you know, the, some of the leaders of certain movements right now, progressive movements are going about it wrong and they're a little too, they're too isolating in their approach, then, then, then I can organize and I can start my own movement and coalition of more, uh, more <laughs> moderate minded folks who are more accepting and tolerant, you know, uh, and until then, until I do that, then, then. <laughs> you know, then, then they're the, again, they're the ones putting in the work, not me. So I, all I can do is just, is just criticize them. <laughs> you, or you could do a paper on it or a paper or a podcast. Yeah. Or a podcast. Um, it would be funny though, if you did have a movement, uh, by people who wanted to be more moderate in the approach to political correctness. I think it's, I think it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this what this is right now? Kind of. I think there's a lot of people that are more, you know, more centrist, but centrist like uh, to the left, mm-hmm. who are kind of getting sick of hearing the two extremes <clears throat> scream at each other. Yes. <clears throat> and, yes. And 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 that that middle voice is is gradually, at least from I'm noticing, it's I, yeah. it seems like it's starting yeah. to grow. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about. Um, Grandstand's good friend, Umberto Fox, he is currently working on a book uh, that is due to be published here in a few months. But uh, we, Grandstand had the, the pleasure of interviewing him, and uh, we'll, we'll be posting that interview up on the, on the website so you guys can check it out. But uh, Fox talks about the Grandstander of the future, and I feel like what we're talking about here with asking for, 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 for more – for more time to think about these things and, and, and t- taking a step back and, and being more moderate in our uh, political correctness um, because he sees, he sees this affecting the grandstand. If, if you're continually mediating everything, it, um, it, it can have an effect on the experience of grandstanding. Um, I'm okay with the puto chan going away, but – and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, professor, because you, you, we have this conversation all the time, but – what comes next after the puto chant? Where do you draw the line? Meaning, uh, so if the puto chant were to be uh, forcefully, for, for, forcefully chant, removed, it's done. Yeah, it's forcefully removed. It's done. People are are indignant, but they don't want to. They don't want to have the national team get a, a, a free kick awarded against them, or or they don't want the you know the 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 uh to be sanctioned and not not allowed to be you know some people are getting banned for life for yelling it if they get caught you know <laughs> See, that's can you imagine of, that's yeah that's a bit extreme okay so uh where do you where where do what if the so the the the, the fox and you and i have talked about the gentrification of the grandstand uh by these like by just financially pushing people out, and also I think also uh, 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 culturally, the type of grandstanding we are permitted or allowed to do is not the type of grandstanding your your pappy and my pappy did, because it's a lot more mediated. Where do we draw the line? Should we be concerned as a grandstand, as Fox seems to imply? I totally can see this playing this whole the 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 censorship on this chant being part uninten- not intentionally but unintentionally uh further fueling the the 
the direction that we're already going in, in in the gentrification of all grandstands, mostly just by for affordability reasons. Um, but yeah, but I, I think also isn't I mean isn't this the place where we go to kind of let out the and I don't know I mean do you, do you think it's condescending to think this to think that you know we we do it's doing chants like that and drinking belligerently is lowbrow behavior. Do I think it's condescending? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's condescending. Yeah. And do you think do you think that's not what's going on? Maybe there's maybe in some way it's going on, but 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 not but I don't think that perception that people have of of, of sports people mm-hmm. uh a lot of people don't really understand it. Uh, I mean, l- let's pause a little bit. How often in your intellectual circles, professor, do pe- people blown away by your the fact that you're a grandstander? Does that happen to you? Oh yeah, and and uh, moreover, it's it's if they uh, know that I like wrestling, <clears throat> their their <laughs> right. brain explodes. Explodes. This happens to me often, not not so much anymore, uh, but it happens to me often. Where people say, "You you you love sports? You played sports? You like you 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 follow the Mexican national team? That's like the biggest fucking farce. You're you're the biggest mark ever, right?" And and then once I start to intellectualize it, not that I convince people or cha- have them change their mind, but it's it's kind of like they even they're even more perplexed by the fact that I've like sat and thought about it for so long, right? Because they they see it as completely lowbrow and idiotic and stupid and immature, and I see it completely in the opposite way. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you see this as getting rid of chance like this as being just an, another? Another example of trying to phase out what is considered to be lowbrow behavior. Basically. And that's the, when this whole thing started and this whole argument started, that was, my, that was my parting point, my point of departure. I'm sorry. My point of departure. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Another, another thing imposed by the corporate mediators, the people that are trying to fucking mediate our lives so that they are uh, more sanitized uh, and and uh, more easily more easily just just sanitizing it for the sake of selling a product mm-hmm. to a greater larger mass, right? Yeah, there's no like you said, uh, if FIFA stepping in to this has nothing to do with actually thinking that what's going on is wrong. It's it's all strictly for corporate goals that are being uh, threatened. Yeah, you can't have a Coca Cola sign. In the background, while someone's yelling "puto," you know those are those are really easy to make associations, right? And <laughs> if we've known if we've if we've uh, if we've learned anything in the last twenty years, fifteen years, is is ironically how the pressure by certain uh, social groups uh, who were who were in the minority, how the the boycotting pressures that put on these corporations, it's it's very strange how in a f- really fucking surreal way the corporations are leading the way into changing our behavior our our you know our bigoted behavior because they're saying well if you if you attack and insult women and your show is associated with all these sponsors we're all going to fucking go away cuz you know what that's not cool man and it's kind of strange that it's the corporations leading the way but it's not because they care so much about what our values are they just fucking don't want to appear uh uh, as 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 less than ideal to your fucking dollars, right? It, it's actually kind of unclear um, 
you know, who really, what, from which directions pressure is coming from, uh, say, with, with the getting rid of uh, the puto champ. Uh, but I don't doubt that it's co- it, it is also coming from groups from within. And so, and that's in in that sense, I'm all for it, you know, because it's not like mm-hmm. there, it's it's not as if the the puto chan is something that is universally embraced by all grandstanders of the green team. Right. There are there people is who are against there it. are people who are against it, and they're the ones who I support fully in 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 their fight to get rid of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I would assume you agree. Like I, I'm yes. I'm all for. Reg, uh, g- g- regulating this and f- and phasing it out, uh, but I think it's more effective if it comes from within, and and it's from it's from the members of the grandstand, and there's plenty of them who who don't support the the, the chant. Um, for them to to be the ones to figure out ways to effectively uh, get their fellow get the fellow grandstanders to stop using it, and so uh, the, the the corporations will just follow whichever group. Uh, is able to to uh, most effectively put on the the most amount of pressure, um, and if that pressure is coming from groups from within, I'm I'm okay with that. You know that the MLS banned there was a there was a a, a kick a, a, another another uh, another chant so to speak that was uh, used during goal kicks, and you know what the fans in the MLS stadiums were saying? You suck, asshole. Asshole, yeah, yeah, lame. Which is really lame. And, it, should, it, should they, be, it should be getting rid of just for being so lame. <laughs> um, you can't say asshole at a stadium. What? 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 I don't get it. Can you say ass? Can you say hole? Like, what, what? You know how like the word bitch is is used now in in like in in like on TV? No problem. Yeah. Didn't used to be right. Yeah, is it is it like as a woman, I I would be offended if like what if they yell bitch when when they kick the ball off, but it's okay to say it within a certain context, but not okay to say it within a different context because the end goal I think is to basically sanitize the fuck out of grandstanding, and it's going to have an effect on the experience. Believe me, and as a defender of 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 no censorship in the grandstand um i'm a little concerned should i be professor yeah no i think absolutely that is what it's looking like um but but again i think you know same with, with the asshole chant the, i i am pretty i could be wrong but i think that the reason that that uh was 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 sanctioned was because it was the grandstanders themselves. It was because at these MLS games, you have a lot of families and you have the kids and you have parents who don't want to hear their kids hearing these naughty words. Uh, it's all. It's also this – to them, that's like those fans are being lowbrow and and we don't want that rubbing off on our, on our civilized, sophisticated child that we're trying to raise. Um, and so it's the grandstanders themselves. They're the ones who put pressure on the league to say, hey, we're not going to come – to this game, um, I mean, Peco Park, you know, they, they'll they get on you if you if you start saying too many too many uh, potty mouth words uh, or even just if you do trash talking too, too intensely. Um, and their main concern is parents will get mad that their kids are going to hear this. Um, so 
you know, it's hard to it's hard to fight against that because the, the same kid who's going to grow up to be an asshole just like you and I when we go to the game, though. Exactly right, and, and he's going to learn that from observing other grandstanders. That's that's that same. That's just the whole dramaturgy thing we've talked about before. Of the, um, you know, really, it's it's just language and and bad words is is one of the the basic ways of of teaching a kid that how to act, like how to perform, like how to perform. Life is one big performance of. Where here you can perform this way, and here you you cannot perform that way. Here you have to perform this way, and um, and yeah, just teaching the kids these words. Yeah, you you might hear them here that you might hear grandma saying them or whoever else, but it's inappropriate to use in these settings. Um, now, do is that do do we want to take back the grandstand from them? And will is it going is it a civil war? And is it one where we say, hey, this is a place where where we behave like. You know, like you know, where we where where we are belligerent. This is a place where we drink a lot of alcohol and we use curse words and we're insensitive. And you know, um, and if you don't like it, then then don't come. Then don't come. <laughs> but in the end, when they go to the uh, to the man, to the corporate, uh, to the sponsors, and so on, and, and threaten the, with their dollars that they're not going to come, then then daddy's going to come in and say, "Okay, guys, you need to stop that because we need their money at the stadium." Absolutely. Absolutely, and those are your future customers. Yeah, right. So th- there's there's a big emphasis to protect families at games because I mean, their Major League Baseball is essentially those are that's that's when they're trying to get. I mean, that's that's who the whole fucking show is for. Right. You know, it's for them, so that they turn into us, right? Um, and then and then and then, you know how. Uh, <clears throat> This is my concern with those grandstanders who are experiencing a more and more sanitized reality in the grandstand. You know how um, if a horse is an orphan and they're not and they're not uh, they're not brought along in in uh, in the correct in the correct manner uh, that that should be done when a horse is an orphan. If they don't have any models, those horses can become um, very psychologically flawed and damaged. Because they don't have they don't have an example to follow, right? Like we're to learn all the, like the cues of uh, 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 social cues of being a horse, right? And sometimes they can be violent. Sometimes they can be very moody. They basically, if you're not careful with a horse um, that is an orphan, you you could run into a lot of problems. And I see the same thing happening with these grandstand kids. If they don't have custodians like ourselves to show them the ways of the grandstand. Uh, it's going to turn into something really fucking strange and surreal. And I'm not saying these kids are going to turn on us and, and go violent, but they are going to they are going to change the face of grandstanding. And the, the grandstander of the future is not going to be a a mediated as hell uh, 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 robot sitting in the stands punching in stats. Although that's cool too. Uh, grandstand of the future is, I think, going to be somebody who understands the complexity and depths of that dramaturgy, and we need to be. Well, fuck it. I mean, this is what this is what this whole damn fucking podcast is about, right? Have you heard from uh, Lil Mo? Yep. 
He's going to be at the opening game of the Gold Cup. Where, That's right. Where I That's think right. we're all going to be, we're all going to be waiting and seeing uh, what the, how the fans what the fans do with this chant. Are they going uh, to? I'm going to be the professor. And, and what do you think I should do? Should I chant it or not? Should I stand by my by 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 what I've said already that I think it needs to go away? I'm, dude, I'm not one to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. I mean, I don't know. How do you? It's it's it, I man, that is so funny. So you're gonna go into this. It's gonna be something you're gonna be mulling over all day, and like until the <laughs> you're gonna be waiting for for the for the first uh, opportunity when it comes up, and and um, it might be that you don't even decide up until the very moment. When we went to Azteca with with Frida and Sarah. I didn't have to tell my daughter. She just did it. My daughter is probably one of the most sensitive, um, most open-minded human beings in the world. And if she knew that that was offensive to someone, she would stop immediately. Mm. Um, but we have a real, an unabashed supporter of the Puto Chant who doesn't want the Puto Chant to go away. So you vacuuming? And I think he's skydiving right now. <laughs> I thought he was vacuuming. Uh, so we have, for the first time ever, on Grandstand, a, a um, person we've been trying to have on for, for the longest time now, and we're finally really excited to have him on, world-famous Lil Mo. What's going on, Lil Mo? Hey, how's it going? Thank you for being on, Lil Mo. Uh, we understand you're going to be uh, one of the 60,000 screaming heads at Qualcomm Stadium next uh, July 9th when Mexico takes on El Salvador. Will you be participating in the Puto chant? Yeah. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite things about the game. <laughs> um, so, so tell me a little bit. Like, so, so what? tell me your feelings when you first heard that, uh, that, that they were trying to eradicate and get rid of it and, and that the Mexican national team was going to incur sanctions because of it. Tell me what you thought of that. I just thought it was pretty stupid that the fans can have an outcome on the game. Like the referee can stop the game or make Mexico forfeit the game based on the actions of the fans. And I don't know. I think it's just a little overboard. It's uh, a little too PC 2017. That is, that is an interesting uh, way to look at it too. Like is that unreasonable to give so much power to the fans? It's a great point. Because if you think point. about it, the opposing fans might get on it. That's a, and they're not going to know who who said it. Right. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that like in a World Cup, like in a World I Cup know. final, if the fans got that, you know, you know, uh, the opposing fans, that was their fi- like their the trick up their sleeve that they were willing to pull if they had to. And Mexico's winning to nothing. Yeah. In the 75th minute, and they just start yelling puto, puto. <laughs> It is at the end. Maybe what we're overlooking is it's unfair to penalize uh, workers, uh, players who 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 work day in day out, have devoted their entire lives to this, and for their fate to be determined by uh, by Lil Mo, who you're saying it right now, dude. You're refusing. Like so, you're you're basically saying if they penalize them, even with these sanctions in place, you're still going to do it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just gonna go with the flow of the crowd. Like, if I notice that I'm the only one still doing it, <laughs> I, I, I'll probably calm down a bit. <laughs> I don't but know. Special pressure. I just, I just imagine like the, how they say that they're gonna have like undercover work FIFA workers at the game. I just imagine like after the first kick, like 
a bunch of them are just going to stand up and start pointing fans out. You, 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 like, get out, get out, get out. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to make it work. Like, there's no well, way. Mo, what if you yell bruto? I'll do that. Like, I was telling uh, Manny the other day, it's like, they're just going to find other ways to, like, yell other words that sound like puto. Yeah. What if, or would you be okay with, because see, my, my thing on it is, is I'm, I'm in support of, of getting rid of it. But I think a, an alternative needs to it, it needs to be replaced with with a with an alternative that the fans are 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 all about and buy into and, and are for. I think if it sounds like puto, that's going to be still it's it, people are still going to raise problems about it. I I assume. So would you be okay with an alternative that sounded completely different, but it was still yelling something at the goalie all at the same time every time he kicks the ball? No, nah, because it would take like the the meaning of it hmm. it's kind of like a the way i look at it like this is like mexico fans like middle finger to fifa saying we're not going to stop mm-hmm. and why are you why are you against it or uh in support of uh that they get rid of it well i mean it's it it, it makes sense that eventually people would would raise the point that like this is a this is a word that's offensive to an entire group of people so um, but do you think that's what they mean by it when they say it? No. Well, that's funny. We just had a whole discussion about – no, I don't think that's what people mean when they say it. But I don't think that takes away – that takes away the larger meaning of the word. So it's like the same – I was just telling telling Bebe, like if – just because the Confederate flag doesn't mean something racist to people in the South um, – I still am fully in support of not allowing them to wave the fe- the Confederate flag in like in a government building, because mm-hmm. even though for them it means something different, for the rest of us, it's like no, like it it does represent uh, racist ra- uh, racist ideology. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do, do, do you think I'm? Do you think that's I'm gay for that? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, I mean, like I said, everybody has their own feelings. I, I don't look at it that way. Honestly, to me, it reminds me of that South Park episode of, uh, you re- do, did you ever see the motorcycle one where they're like really loud and then the kids just keep calling them fags and then they're like taking offense of why they're calling them fags and they're just like, we're not calling you fags because you guys are gay. It's like, we're calling you fags because you're fags. Like, that's the way I think of puto. It's like, I don't mean it in a homophobic derogatory term, you know what I mean? It's just puto. That's it. Yeah, tell me something, Lomo. Take take me through. You you described it as one of the one of the uh, one of the the most entertaining or one of the most awesome parts of of being a, a grandstander in the uh, at a Mexico game. I I too have participated in it and and I too enjoy it. But maybe if you could describe why you love it so much. Um, I don't know. Just if you could do give a little give a little like little synopsis of what it's like. I just. I love the idea of, like, all the fans coming together to do, like, one thing. I don't know. To me, it's just, like, I've been to a lot of Charger games, and we've always not been, like, the biggest uh, crowd at games. So when I go to Mexico games and I just see a bunch of green jerseys everywhere and everybody participating in all the chants and everything, like, I love it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 It is, it is like, a, a feeling that you just can't. You you have to experience it to be a part of that to you know to know what it's like. 
Yeah, and the, yeah. when the ref makes a bad call and everybody starts like chanting "Cooler," like I, I don't know, I love it. Like I get like chills. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, mm-hmm. but that's that's why I wonder because it's so with that it seems like really what this is it's not about the word it's about um it's about, interrupting a process yeah exactly yeah and, and and it's about all like you said the first thing you said was the fact that we all do this one thing together it's about like solidarity so would it be so would it, but, but i totally get you man it would and i agree like to replace it with something else it kind of like the whole ch- part of the charm of that chant is the fact that it did grow organically so if you replace it and you replace it like and it's like strategically done does that completely take away the charm of it yeah probably but you know if in the end what it's what really we want to do is just do something together would it really be that big of an issue to just say something else just so we can get past this whole you know controversy about it i honestly don't think it's it's not gonna like do you guys see it honestly stopping like fans actually gonna stop doing it I think I, I think at Qualcomm on Sunday when you guys are there, I think uh, it's going to be in full effect. At <laughs> least at least uh, for that first in that the first kick that, that first kick. I think it, people are going to not only going to say it, but they're going to say it even with 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 more. Kind of like you just said, dude, with yeah, with, with an e, with an extra middle finger to FIFA. <laughs> Maybe we should put the pressure on the Mexican national team to not uh, lose the ball behind <laughs> the net. And and maybe let's put the onus on them. Fuck it, dude. That's funny. That is that should be it. All right, we will not say it. If if you guys if you, only if score you don't goals. miss every fucking time, then you kick the ball. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. What do you think, little mo? We should have an open letter to the Mexican Federation on behalf of the fans. So, professor, you and I were talking about this last time. What if you could uh, collectively, as the fans, say, for the purposes of this experience, this game, we, the fans of the Mexican national team, when we use the word puto within this context, we are not using it as a homophobic slur. And we have, um, you know, we have the the backing of of prominent uh, gay rights organizations to say, if you keep it just to the to the to the to the game, we'll be we'll be okay with it. But you can never use the word puto outside of this context. <laughs> would that work? That could work, but only that would only be only in house. You can only do that in stadiums in Mexico. Right. Um, I think people would be would be pretty pissed if um, if we went into other country stadiums and and, and did that. <laughs> Wait. I'm telling you, during the the announcements before the game, you know, like we're against racism, we're against homophobia, that we should have a fan on the field too and say, we promise that we don't mean this in a homophobic way. Would that work? Possibly. That's, you know, it's not a bad idea. But I think something is going to be, something will need to happen because I agree with Little Mo, I don't see it. Um I think th- this will be Russia was one thing, but now back at home, and I do think uh, 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 I do consider them playing a game in San Diego, uh, home. A, a home game. Yeah. Um, them at home are to- the, the I th- uh, stopping the chant at home is going to be really hard. So 
how they go about that is, is going to be really interesting. And if they do really do, uh, uh, really do the 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 sanctions and really imagine imagine them forfeiting that game, being forced to forfeit. That'll mm-hmm. be hardcore. They're, dude, mm-hmm. that could literally lead to a – I could seriously see a riot <laughs> yes. happening. I'm yes. not joking. Yes, 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 yes. Dangerous. Imagine. Wow, that'd be kind of fun for you to be a part of. Uh-huh. Uh, we were talking about that on next Sunday's game If because uh, I'm trying to convince my wife not to go, but she wants to because she's seven months pregnant. And I'm not um, taking my daughter for the same reason that you're about to say probably. Continue. Yeah, and then I was just like, if shit goes down, I was like, we're we're fucking running. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm with like my two other friends, and they're like, yeah, it's like we'll be right behind you. I was like, I'm not gonna wait around and wait for because a riot will start. Eighty sixty thousand drunk Mexican fans just got told that their team forfeited the game because of them. Hell no. Oh my god. Hey, do you know is 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 the are, is FIFA going to be using those that the three strike rule for this for this tournament? I'm not sure, but I mean, we'll see cuz I'm telling you it's the chance are going to keep going. The, the only way I can see them stopping this is like if for the World Cup they don't allow any any person that has a Mexican uh home address to buy tickets for the World Cup. Like I see them that as a threat. But that is would, this a, they'd lose a whole lot of money on that one. Is yeah, this a so. conspiracy by the U.S. national team to finally like get rid of Mexicans attending soccer games in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, a lifetime ban. Imagine if I was banned from attending uh, Mexican soccer games anymore because I yield people. Yeah, possibly. I do think it's funny that you know if this is one big American conspiracy. Um, if there is one thing that could possibly unite the 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 left and the right in this country that's so polarized right now, it could be the agreement on the puto chant. You'd have like, you would have your your you know your progressives who are against it because of its its offensiveness to the homophobic or to the LGBT community, and then you'd have like your Rush Limbaugh's who are who would want be against it just because. Uh, they don't want you know Mexicans being able to come come here, play games in our country, and use their you know word curse words. You know, um, that could be what unites them. Little Mo, are you worried about uh, being lifetime banned from Mexico soccer games? No. Like like they catch me saying it, and then they say like <laughs> I can't come to any games. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not scared. Dude, you wouldn't be able to take your kid to a game ever. Like your it would always have to be your wife taking your kid to the game. <laughs> always having to explain to her why daddy can't come again. Cuz daddy's a homophobe. Dude, and this would be she this would be in a time where um yeah, where she would be saying she would like think and go like, "Dad, like you really used to say that word?" Like it, that word by that point would be so like so taboo imagine me trying to explain it like 10 years from now it's like it's, it's not what it means back then you know <laughs> it's not what i meant by it wow man this is yeah we're we're in interesting times yeah so so who 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 are you going to the game with Luma? uh with my wife and then uh my friend daniel i think you guys should know him and then uh another buddy where are you going to sit? Uh, I think we got Lodge 26, 
I, I definitely pick tickets that won't be in the sun. Nice. Wow, smart. Yeah. Nice. What about you, uh, Pontificator? Um, I'm sitting up at the top. I'll be in the sun. Oh, yeah. So the chant will will be in super full effect up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. <laughs> that's the that's the park in the park of Qualcomm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I'll have to find you, Lil Mo. I, although, you know, there won't be any open seats, but I'll have yeah. to find you. Well, uh, this... we're going to show up early in Tailgate, so. Okay, then I'll, I'll yeah. see you there. I'll tailgate yeah. with you. Well, I, I hope you guys bring your um, brass knuckles or something, because when the riot does break out, I'm fucking uh, running. You know, the, it's it's just going to turn within a few minutes. The riot's going to turn into just Mexican fans just socking each other. Of course, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, I think but, it's just a threat, man. It's it's just it's all talk, but there's no way. Like the only way I can see is just if they. Uh, I know in some countries uh, they they've uh, they've also used like uh, slurs or whatever. And they make them play in empty stadiums. Like that's the only way I can see this working. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. When, but when you're talking about a team that sells out stadiums like like few teams can in in say in the United States. <laughs> right. Oof, that's a big. That's a that's a major commitment towards. Um, you know the protection of. Of a of a group's rights, a federation that travels really well, one in the top in the top top four of of countries that travel with their team, in the top five of most jerseys sold, uh, on the top five of TV rights. It's kind of hard hard one to I can turn your back on. Yeah, it just seems like the fans hold the power over FIFA right now. That's going to be the battle. We're going to see that battle play out. This could be the beginning of um, of uh, of the retaking of the grandstand. Maybe we'll see. I just hope it doesn't lead to a civil war within the grandstand. Yeah, and that there's potential for that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a brave new world. Um, check out Umberto Fox's uh, interview on the website. Uh, also stay tuned for his book coming in the next few months. And little Mo, will you come back and talk Soccer City with us? Yeah, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll bring on Ryan and little Mo. Um, and Landon. And land, Landy, Landy Cakes. Um, yeah, and um, go Mexico. Um, Professor, anything else you want to add? Have fun at the game, and we maybe uh, didn't do too well in the Confederations Cup, but Gold Cup is that's that's more of our style. You know, I think we'll we'll win that one no problem. We should, uh, and if we don't, then uh, they'll be held to pay with Juan, for poor Juan Carlos Osorio. Um, that's it, Lil Mo. Anything else you want to add? No, just keep that chant loud next week, guys. What about Little Mo? What if we yelled, eh, corruptos? It doesn't even sound, nah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah.
I just imagine like as the crowd starts going like eh, like like people fishers are like don't do it, like don't do it. <laughs> it's gonna be like the the enforcers are gonna be um, how do you do it? like you know like when referees in wrestling are like uh, wait like shaking their heads and their hands like pleading to to the wrestler like not to not to hit the guy with the chair. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly how I'm imagining it. Uh, never change, little mo. Stick to your convictions. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Thank you for joining us. Till next time. Get to work, cabrones. La policía te está extorsionando. Pero ellos viven de lo que tú estás pagando. Y si te tratan como un delincuente, no es tu culpa. Dale gracias al regente. Hay que arrancar el problema de raíz. Y cambiar al gobierno de nuestro país. A la gente que está en la burocracia. A esta gente que le gustan las migajas yo por eso me quejo y me quejo porque aquí es donde vivo y yo ya no soy un pendejo que no guachas los puestos del gobierno hay personas que se están enriqueciendo gente que vive en la pobreza nadie hace nada porque nadie le interesa es la gente de arriba te detesta hay más gente que quiere que caigan sus cabezas y le das más poder al poder más duro te van a venir a coger Porque fuimos potencia mundial Somos pobres, nos manejan mal Dame, 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 dame todo el power Para que te demos en la madre Gimme, 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 gimme todo el poder So I can come around to poder Dame, 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 dame todo el power Para que te demos en la Or what if FIFA didn't do goal kicks? What if they, for, for when Mexico plays, the, it, in order to prevent that, they, they, they did like something else? That's a dude, that's a fair compromise, right? Right down the middle. Mm hmm. No more goal kicks. Um, I don't know. You, you have to like do a, I don't know, a jump ball or something. <laughs>